Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From AccuWeather.com, this is Everything Under the Sun. It's our weekly podcast featuring in-depth interviews with experts from AccuWeather and from around the world, bringing you behind-the-scenes information, stories, and news on the weather, climate change, and the outdoors, covering topics from the worlds of science, sports, and space. It's all the information you need to weatherproof your life. And now, here's the host of Everything Under the Sun, AccuWeather meteorologist, Dean DeVore. Friends, welcome in episode 11 of our fall series here on Everything Under the Sun. First, a quick thank you to uh, Ken Prowl and everybody for helping put together last week's episode while I had to step away for a few days. Uh, Back at it here this week, and can you believe it's November? We're almost halfway through November now as we drop this podcast into this second weekend of November, and we are looking at a hurricane going into a tropical storm, going into a tropical rainstorm. Nicole has been on our minds. And then this chilly, really cold air that's going to be pouring into the Great Lakes and farther south as we get into the weekend itself, prompting lake effect snows in the Great Lakes and up into the northeast. Does that cold air last? Where are we headed in terms of the winter forecast? Paul Pastelock, our chief long-range forecaster, waiting in the wings as we talk to him about the weather that's coming out of Nicole, the weather for the upcoming weekend and week beyond, and a brief look at a new update to the AccuWeather winter forecast. Friends, sit back and relax. It's time to talk about everything under the sun from AccuWeather.com. He is our chief long-range forecaster, but I don't know many other people here in our office and also just in meteorology that really can balance always kind of keeping an eye to the future, but understanding how it relates to the present and even the past a little bit. And and certainly here we are, as we said, in November, and we are talking about Nicole after slamming into the east side of Florida Thursday morning. It's making its way across, could even pop out over the Gulf as we drop this on Thursday afternoon and make a beeline up into the northeast for Friday into Saturday, causing problems with wind, severe weather in the southeast and mid-Atlantic coast, and then some wind and rain issues up into as far north as Boston before it rockets out. We uh, sit down with Paul and talk about that scenario, how we're doing as we go into the next week or so with this really big incursion of cold air and lake effect snows in the Great Lakes. And where are we with the winter forecast? Paul Pasolok sits down with us here on Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com. All right, Paul, it is great to have you here. Um, I know as we're dropping this, we're still in the throes of Nicole. This is, what, been 40 years since we've had a hurricane make landfall in the United States in November. So it's not unprecedented, but certainly an amazing situation after that glut of, uh, well, actually that drought of nothing going on tropically. And then it just picked up. And here we are with a late season storm. Now, this, as we said, you know, the hurricane aspect of it, I think, is the, the strength of it and strengthening to that hurricane at the last minute maybe a little bit out of whack. We do have tropical or subtropical storms a lot this time of year. Mm-hmm. I guess the big question is I look to you as our chief long-range forecaster. 
Is there any impetus for something tropical, subtropical or hybrid type storm after this one? Because we seem to be propagating these abilities to spin up storms that uh, are tropical or extra tropical. Well, keep in mind that the, the tropics, again, like it was quiet. It was quiet for a while. There's still a lot of potential energy that was left uh, even into November here from the tropics. So when this system developed and came across the Bahamas as a subtropical system, it, it gained its characteristics. Uh, very interesting enough, last night I was watching uh, uh, the system evolving. There's a lot of dry air associated with it. Then I get up this morning and boom, there it is, intensified into a hurricane. So there's a lot of energy left in the atmosphere. The question mark is, is where is the next one going to develop? Because the pattern is switching next week. We're going to see a lot more fast west to east and a southern storm track, which will provide higher shear environment across the northern Gulf into the Atlantic. But later on, mid-month, okay, that shear is going to weaken in the Caribbean. And there are some ideas that maybe something else could evolve in the Caribbean. So I still think we have one more chance, one more storm left to go here before the season's over. You know, we've talked about this in other interviews that you and I have done over the last couple of years for Everything Under the Sun. This rapid intensification situation that we're seeing more and more, whether it's a tropical, subtropical, or just even a normal low, we see... Uh, this idea that a lot of times on these coastal lows that at the very last minute they get these injection of energy and really ramp up quickly. That's something that I think is something we're going to have to watch not only for the tropical aspect of it, but as we get over the next several weeks, any storms that come out with the summer southern storm track start making their way up the eastern seaboard, we could see some rapid intensification, maybe just kind of a nor'easter storm. Exactly. If these systems that evolve, the only thing that's going on right now with the pattern is, is that these storms will start out way back in the west. Okay. They're going to come down through the Rockies in the southwest. That's pretty far west. They're not cutting farther east to get to the east coast easily. They got a long route to get to the east coast. So, Maybe majority of these systems will get all the way across the south and then kind of pivot up through the Appalachians and then northeast. If one of those systems, like you said, Dean, is able to get off the east coast, the potential energy and also the water temperatures are so above normal right now that this can rapidly intensify any system and blow up into a bigger system. We've seen it happen in past years in November, and this pattern has enough cold air to support something in the interior northeast. Yeah, I think that's something I'm going to have to really kind of keep an eye on. And that's the kind of scenario, too, Paul, that I don't think the models do a really good job until sometimes the very last minute because it takes a while for them to phase the right energy and where it's going to come together before then it can even consider what we see in the rapid intensification. Keep in mind, the energy is starting in the northwest Pacific. It's driven all the way to Alaska. So the, 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 the points that we look on these models don't really catch on until it finally gets into the northern U.S. So it may take until like, you know, four days out to really get a good handle on where one of these systems may go. We're talking with Paul Pasolak, our chief long-range forecaster. Kind of wanted to get his idea of what's been happening with Nicole as Nicole rockets out uh, to the uh, Atlantic Ocean later Saturday into Sunday, it's still leaving some chilly showers in its wake in New England, mm-hmm. but a dry out. And, you know, Saturday in New York City, after the rain leaves, it still could get to 70. <laughs> and then the next day it's 50. And then we're in the 40s. Friends, a ton of cold air coming over the Great Lakes. I, you know, I just had to, I've been giving the weather forecast in Chicago this week and I, I'm apologizing because we go from 75 on Thursday 
to the 30s over the weekend. We go from what it feels like normally in September to what it's going to feel like in mid-December. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's just jumping the months here on us as far as the normals go. And we're going to be kind of stuck in this kind of pattern. It may not be cold all the time, but for the next you know, 10, maybe 11 days up into the week, of Thanksgiving, we're going to be stuck in this pattern, and the and the spread of cold below normal temperatures will expand from the Rockies all the way to the East Coast. Very impressive for next week. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, folks need to, if they haven't done it already, get out their winter for uh, winter coats and 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 stuff here, especially if you're in the Great Lakes in the Northeast. I'm behind as well, Dean. I'm behind. I got to get catch up on find all my coats. I think they're buried in the back of the closet right well, now. We've been we've been so darn warm here in the Northeast. Um, you know, with this onslaught of cold air over the weekend, lake effect situations. I think uh, the western side of of Michigan is going to get hit. The upper peninsula, the UP, and then in the normal spots, uh, eastern um, northeastern Ohio, and up through. Uh, the snow belts there in Buffalo and south in Buffalo and up to the Tug Hill Plateau, we're going to see some snow showers. I've been watching the Great Lakes water temperatures Ooh. over the past month and a half. It's been a roller coaster ride because they started out actually below normal about a month ago. Really? And then they came above normal during this last warm spell, and now they're actually going to cool off gradually uh, with this persistent cold pattern for the next 10, 11 days. And again, the lake effect, it's going to be in full-fledged all the way through maybe the the start of the Thanksgiving week. You know, folks up in the uh, the West had their snowstorm that they've been dealing with here at the end of the week. Looks like another shot of cold air, a dip in the jet stream coming for them. What's going on out West here as we go through the weekend early next week? Well, the pattern continues to be in a La Nina stage. This is what typically happens in La Nina. We're peaking out in La Nina this month, and the storms continue to fire up in there. In fact, water temperatures changed over the past couple of weeks and directed a, a good shot of uh, storms into the same direction. But Upper-level high pressure will build over the Pacific. It's going to force the storm track a little farther north over time and farther east, and that's why we're going to get that change here going to next week and the following week. We're talking with Paul Pasolog, our chief uh, long-range forecaster, kind of putting some ties up on what's been happening with Nicole and how we're going into the weather for the weekend and the early week beyond. But I wanted to then go a little bit farther beyond because – When we talked about the winter forecast at the beginning of the fall here, uh, we talked about the fact that you wanted to keep looking at things and updating things and making some changes. So as we're about three or four weeks into the process of this, what changes have you been making? Yeah, we've been making some subtle changes, although, uh, you know, Looking uh, at the forecast over the last two weeks, really no major uh, idea changes. In fact, we've been going with the idea the eastern half of the nation will not be as cold overall for the December-February time period. In fact, it could be warmer, and there'll be kind of snow droughts from time to time. We're not going to see as much snow, below normal snow average for many places except for possibly far eastern New England. And this update that's coming out here shortly will have more warmth in the southern U.S., especially. Texas and New Mexico and those places, but also we're concerned that we may have to take things up as the season goes on in places like the southeast and the mid-Atlantic region. So it does look like a uh, still the milder trend leaning on that uh, idea for the eastern half of the nation, but still some tricks up the sleeves for winter. You know, here and there, once in a while, late January or late February or March, we could see some type of big system come through. Yeah, what about the, uh, you know, one of the keys to this is, we've been talking about this, the polar vortex, which is that ring of fast-moving air around the North Pole 
um, people think that the polar vortex moves. What happens is that vortex weakens, and that allows big blobs of pure Arctic air to come southward. Do we see those signs of anything and when that's going to be? I thought we were talking about maybe early January, February. Yeah, here's here's the deal with the uh, polar vortex. It's being stretched right now. This is a second stretching of the polar vortex. What that means is, is that the polar vortex is being acted upon, weakening, and some of the cold air is escaping the upper levels of the stratosphere, coming down into the troposphere. So that's this, this, this push that we're getting here in the next week or so. Exactly, and we saw one already right. hit the Gulf Coast states not too long ago. Right. So we've had two cold shots, the one coming and the one that passed, and we still may see another stretching. This is typical of the pattern that we're looking at happens early on, and then it starts to strengthen again. As the polar vortex strengthens possibly in December and January, we get less and less Arctic intrusions, especially for the central and eastern U.S. So what typically happens is temperatures end up being above normal, Mm -hmm. and so we go into more west-to-east flow. So uh, that's what we're looking at going through the middle of the winter and then towards the very end – uh, typically, with these kind of patterns, we could see another weakening of the polar vortex. And with La Nina weakening, there could be some different pattern swings taking place. Yeah, I think this is going to be a winter where you got to just buckle in, stay tight, and, and keep following the AccuWeather forecast. Because you're right, we could be in a pattern for a week or two, and then all of a sudden, one of these big bowling ball, uh, big Arctic um, fronts comes through. And then that just kind of changes the whole dynamic for a week or so, settles out again, and we get another one maybe later on in the winter. Sounds uh, sounds volatile. Just keep in mind, over the next 10 days, with a southern storm track and cold air to the north, one of these three or four systems coming down the chute could have some uh, funny stuff for the southern plains to parts of the Ohio Valley, Great Lakes area. So, so like a cutter-type system that comes yeah. down and then cuts right up. And, oh, well, yeah. uh, you know, they don't like me in Chicago now. They won't like me in Chicago <laughs> if that happens. Paul, I know you and your team working hard. Thanks so much for doing this today. We appreciate it. No problem. Glad to be here. Friends, that'll wrap up this week's edition of Everything Under the Sun. With all of this volatile weather, our health has certainly been put at a premium. I've had several friends already here in the last week or two down and out with the flu, not COVID, the regular flu or the normal flu that we were used to before COVID, and it is bad this year. So we're going to talk with folks in the CDC about the flu situation, how uh, transmissible this one seems to be as uh, we've looked at it. And uh, there are warnings out all over the place about how bad this flu season could potentially be. We'll get information of that directly from the Centers for Disease Control in our episode next week. We'll also take a look at the weather as it looks like we're going to have some volatility with winter as well. Friends, it's been a busy week here at AccuWeather and our AccuWeather Global headquarters and our AccuWeather offices and team members around the world have been working so hard to keep everybody informed, up to date, as we had another hurricane. The first time in 40 years, a hurricane slammed into Florida or anywhere in the United States in November. We're going to see the effects of that going over the next couple of days, and we'll certainly be watching the volatility of the weather going forward. So keep it locked to AccuWeather, either on your AccuWeather app, both on your Android device or your Apple device on our great website, AccuWeather.com, with amazing stories with all kinds of perspective and really deep detail. Through that AccuWeather.com website, you can use our AccuWeather Now service, which is also kind of an extension of our AccuWeather network that you can get on local cable systems. And we have great media partners, include the, including the amazing radio stations that I'm on, including 1010 Winds, 92.3 FM now in New York, and also WBBM in Chicago, WBZ in Boston, WWJ in Detroit, KMOX in St. Louis, KDKA 
in uh, Pittsburgh and WPRO in Providence. Uh, really great to uh, be on those radio stations every day. And it's great to be with you every week. We're going to continue to look at everything under the sun. We may make some adjustments in the formatting coming up here in the near future. But until then, again, flu on our minds for next week's episode, which will be episode 12 of our fall series. Friends, thanks for being with us. We'll talk to you next week. This is Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe to, rate, and review Everything Under the Sun on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And of course, if you have an idea for a future podcast, just email us at AccuWeather.podcast at AccuWeather.com. 